It's time now for the complete story, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich Bot, with today's complete story. You know, Rich, it occurred to me that Thanksgiving is a perfect lead-in to the Christmas season. Now, there's actually quite a bit of distance in time between the two, Thanksgiving and then Christmas, the end of December. But the truth is, immediately following Thanksgiving, there is what's known as Black Friday. And that, of course, is to get people to spend money, 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 isn't it? Right. And the time goes by so quickly, Christmas will be here before you know it. And every year, it seems as though the word Christmas is taken out of it. Every year, the word Christmas is taken out of it, and happy holidays, or a dozen other things is inserted. But the one thing they don't take out of it is spending money, is it? Anyway, well, that's that's kind of a sad sort of a way of looking at it. Here is your brother-in-law and my son-in-law, Galen Gott, with a good opener for this program. It's the most wonderful time of the With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the happiest season of all. With those holiday greetings and gay happy meetings when friends come to call. It's the For hosting marshmallows, for toasting and caroling out in the snow. There'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmases long, long ago. It's the most wonderful time of the Much mistletoeing and hearts will be glowing when loved ones are near. It's the most wonderful time of the Stories and tales of the glories of Christmases long, long ago. It's the most wonderful time of the year. There'll be much mistletoeing and hearts will be glowing when loved ones are near. It's the most wonderful time. It's the most wonderful time, oh, the most wonderful time of the year. (laughs) The most wonderful time of the year, and family is together. I want to tell the folks about some people that have really meant a lot to us, Rich, to Williams family. Matt and Donna Williams. You know, I think there are people like this in every town, every city where this broadcast is being heard. But where we live, Matt and Donna Williams have raised their children and now their grandchildren to give 
and care and serve like no other family. It'd be hard to hard to imagine. You were there at our house, was that last year or two years ago, when they came by, those little kids and the grandma and the grandpa and the parents to just sing for your mother and me. That's right. That was a couple, two or three years ago, and they came by Christmas caroling. It was so tender. It was so wonderful that you recorded it on your cell phone. I want the listeners to this broadcast right now to see what they have taught their little children to do in serving others. One, two, three, four, five little fingers on his hand, son of God, Mary's Isn't that precious? My heart's in the hand of Jesus, is yeah. what they were singing about. Now, here is the thing I want the listeners, and I, this particular program is going into the Christmas season, you see. So when you're shopping, and you're spending money, and you're buying presents for your family and your loved ones, things like that, if they won't say Merry Christmas, and they want to give you this politically correct uh, greeting or something like that, well, then just spend your money elsewhere. Uh, that's what this song is all because about. Jesus is the reason for the season. That's exactly right. Listen to this, folks. If you Christmas tree, no special day for family, 
No bells that ring for angels' wings. No dolls and trains as Santa brings. No drummer boys or Tiny Tim. No Mr. Scrooge, we all know him. No list of who's been good or bad. Well, maybe that won't be too sad. No candy canes or mistletoe. No Christmas lights out in the snow. No stockings hung with so much care. Hoping Santa finds them there. And one more thing there wouldn't be. No partridge in a pear. If you don't see Merry Christmas in the window, no, you don't go in that store. If you don't see Merry Christmas in the window, yes, you walk right by that door. If you don't believe the reasons for my Christmas, then it's just. I love it. Christmas is not just another holiday. It's called Christmas, folks. Why are we allowing that to be taken out of our schools, taken out of our marketplace, taken out of where they want us to spend our paychecks? It's Christmas, and they need to get that straight. Now, here is a little boy. Rich, uh, a little child should lead them. Isn't it interesting? what those little kids were singing about just a few minutes ago. A little child will lead them. Um, here is a little boy that's saying, I see a line for everything, a line in the store for Santa Claus. I see a line everywhere else. Where is the line to see Jesus? Here it is. Christmas time was approaching. Snow is starting to fall Shoppers choosing their presents People filling the mall Children waiting for Santa With excitement and glee Little boy tucked my sweater Looked up and asked me
which we have said over the years that Bot Radio Network celebrates Christmas every day of the year. Isn't that true? That's right. That's right. That's exactly right. Um, I want our listeners to hear one of our listeners, our listeners to hear the listeners. I love that. It's kind of family talk, isn't it? I want our audience to hear one of our listeners now who uh, called in and said why she, why she was an orphan. She was an orphan. And she's telling us what Bot Radio Network means to her. Here it is. I just want to express how thankful I am. I was adopted out of an orphanage in South America by two wonderful people that God brought into my life. God has shown me how merciful he is. I love to help people because I remember being in the orphanage, having no food and very little clothes. And knowing that God has brought me from where I used to be to this great country, the United States of America, has led me to be able to help other people who are less fortunate. I love Bot Radio. I listen to it 24-7 for the wisdom that it gives to me, things that I can learn, and to be able to study God's Word also. And I just pray that God blesses you and your family and every minister, pastor that's on this radio station. For we are so blessed to be in a country that we still can raise our hands and shout to the Lord how much we love Him and praise Him. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Yeah. Wasn't that, wasn't that, Isn't that wasn't sweet? That precious? That's just amazing. I'd like to meet that lady sometime. Folks, now listen to this. This is the feature of this whole program. I located a sermon by Billy Graham from 1953. That is 66 years ago. Do you know how young he would have been then? But he was talking about the same message. You must know Christ. Listen to what he said about Christmas. During the last few days, I've visited a great many American cities. I visited New York and Minneapolis, and Chicago and Atlanta and Columbia, South Carolina and various cities And I've watched the crowds as they've come and gone in the department stores and in the five and ten stores, and as they've been buying and giving of presents. And somehow I felt that Christmas was different this year. I didn't see the same old merrymaking and the same old thrills and joys that I've seen in other times. Oh, some laughs and some kidding and some joking, but there seems to be a new tenseness this year. There seems to be almost a shadow across everyone's face. Fear and bewilderment and uncertainty and an instability in society. Everyone is seeming to say to themselves, I wonder if this is the last Christmas. I wonder if we'll ever have another Christmas just like this. I wonder where we'll be next Christmas. Well, I'm glad to be home this Christmas. I'm glad to have the privilege of sitting in my study and thinking about the real meaning of Christmas. I hope you're home this year. I hope you're going to be able to be with your family and sit down and have a little time to meditate and stop out of all the noise and business of the world and find out exactly the real meaning of Christmas. I think it's time that we American people stop in our mad rush at going nowhere and give some serious thought about some serious things. Because whether we realize it or not, our homes, our churches, our families, our schools, our freedoms, everything we have at the moment is at stake. 
And I believe that Christmas is the best time in the world to think about these things. You know, a thing that sort of bothered me this year is I looked at the stores and saw the displays in the mad pre-Christmas rush was the commercialization of Christmas. That's always bothered me. Ever since I was a kid, I couldn't understand why everybody was making money and we put such a materialistic emphasis on Christmas when Christmas was actually the birthday of Jesus Christ. A lot of people have forgotten that. A lady said the other day, I read in Associated Press dispatch, that she thought the church was trying to horn in on Christmas too much. Well, Christmas has to do with the church because the church represents Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the one whose birthday we're celebrating. Maybe you didn't know that, but it's true. That's the reason we have Christmas, is because of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who came to earth to die for the sins of mankind. Of course, we put a lot of emphasis on the birth of Jesus Christ, but actually, Jesus didn't come to be born. Jesus came to die. From the moment that Jesus came, Jesus came to die. There was a shadow of a cross across his path from the very moment that he came to this earth. But ladies and gentlemen, we've commercialized Christmas. We've put it on a materialistic basis, and we've forgotten that it's the birthday of Jesus Christ. I want to remind you tonight, and if no one else tells you, and if there's no other reminder, I want you to remember this television program that there was one fella that looked into the screen right into your home and told you that this is the birthday of Jesus Christ. I hope you'll remember that. Because long ago, hundreds and thousands of years ago, Jesus Christ, King of Kings, Lord of Lords, and Prince of Princes, the one that flung worlds out into space from flaming fingertips, this Jesus, this Christ, looked out over the battlements of heaven. He saw worlds swinging out into space, lost and doomed and damned, its people wandering as an erotic star that could not find their way. The people of this earth with inner conflicts and troubles and wars and crime and difficulties fighting it out generation after generation. And Jesus said, I'm going to save that world. I'm going to bring peace to that world and peace to those people. And so Jesus got in his jewel chariot. He traveled across the highways of heaven, through the pearly gates, through the eastern gates, down across the steep of the skies. And while the morning stars sang together, and while the angels chanted their praises, and while wandering worlds bowed in adulation of him, he handed the reins to Gabriel, and he said, Gabriel and Michael, I'll be back. And when I come back, I'll bring a ransomed world on my shoulders. And Jesus Christ, Lord of Lords and King of Kings, the creator of the universe, came to earth to be born of woman in order that he might feel and walk with us, in order that he might die and suffer in our place, in order that he might bring peace and joy and rest and happiness to the hearts of millions of men and women of all ages and all generations. But you know, there was no room for Jesus. When he came, the scripture says, there was no room for him in the inn. The innkeeper could find no room. The palaces of the rulers could find no room. The international leaders could find no room. The national leaders could find no room. The hearts and lives of people could find no room. So Jesus Christ was born in a stable. They put him out in an outhouse, out with the animals, in the straw. And in a little manger, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, King of kings and Lord of lords, was born. Ladies and gentlemen, there is still no room 
for Jesus Christ. We haven't found room for him in international politics. We sit down and we try to find some solution and bring about a world peace and have an international holy land, and we can't find it. And we haven't been able to solve our international problems. You know why? I'll tell you. The reason we haven't is because we have refused to invite the Prince of Peace to our peace tables. And I want to tell you something. There is never going to be world peace. Mark it down in your little notebook and never forget it. There is never going to be world peace till the Prince of Peace is invited to the peace table and asked to dictate the peace. Jesus Christ came to the world and in his famous Sermon on the Mount, he gave us the program for world peace. We rejected that program and every age and every generation has rejected it. Somebody said to me the other day, they said Christianity has failed. The church has failed. Don't you believe it? The church has never failed. Christianity has never failed. Christianity has never been applied. The church has never been accepted. Its program has never been accepted to the world at large. The church hasn't failed. Christ hasn't failed. He's still the Prince of Peace, able to bring peace to this world if this world would turn to him and ask him for his program and then accept his program for peace. We've never been able to bring peace here in America. Racial peace, labor and management peace. We've had more strikes and labor problems in the last few months than probably any time before in the last two or three years. We've had all sorts of racial troubles this year. I want to tell you that Jesus Christ can bring peace on the home front. And you have problems. Don't kid me. You have problems. Down underneath all your wealth and your laughing and kidding, down underneath all the things this Christmas, there's an aching in your soul. There's trouble. There's difficulty. There's inward conflict and inward frustrations. You're looking for peace and happiness. I want to tell you, you'll never find it till you come and accept Jesus Christ as your personal savior. H.G. Wells, one of the most brilliant men of the past generation, said on his 65th birthday, I'm 65 and I've never found peace. I was in Hollywood a few days ago and a famous producer told me, he said, all of my life I've made money. All of my life I've been a big shot. And he said, everybody thinks that I'm happy. But he said, down deep in my soul, I'm searching and longing for peace that I've never found. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus Christ is the Prince of Peace. He can bring peace to your home, peace to your heart, if you let him come in. You say, well, Billy, what do I have to do? What do I have to do to get this Jesus? What do I have to do to have peace in my heart? All you have to do is to let Christ into your heart. Open your heart's door. Not only let the Christmas spirit in, but let Christ in, the Christ of Christmas, the person of Christ, the one that died for you, the one that rose again and lives today, the one that is coming back. Let him in your heart. Let him be master and lord of your life. All right, folks. That was Billy Graham. Uh, Rich, I believe he had to be in his 20s at the time he preached that message. It was from 1953. That would be 66 years ago. Isn't that amazing? Before my time, but the message is the same. Yeah. All right, dear uh, Bot Radio Network audience. I want you to think, having heard what we've heard on this program today and having heard this message by Billy Graham from those years ago, I want this song, I want this song to be on your heart. Here it is. 
give us that phone number again very quickly. 1-800-345-2621. We'd love to hear from you on our <laughs> listener comment line, 1-800-345-2621. And you know what? We just got through with Thanksgiving, and now we're into the Christmas season. God bless you folks. This is Dick Bott with my son, Rich. On this chapter, the complete story is a public service. I'll see you later. 